Hey, everybody, welcome to episode number 43 of the Debt Free Dad podcast today. Oh, guys, today, check this out. We have an amazing special guest joining us, Sandra Simmons. And Sandra is going to share how she has made such amazing progress over the last couple of years. Sandra joined my membership back in 2017, Roots of Personal Finance, and has since, check this out, saved and paid off $105,000 in total. And today she's going to share how she's been able to make such amazing progress in just a little over three years. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now here's your host, Debt-Free Dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, 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 how's everyone doing today? Welcome to today's show. Thanks for hanging out with us here and taking some time out of your day to learn more about how to reach financial freedom. You can find me on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, Debt-Free Dad. And uh, man, I'm just thrilled that you're here and uh, even more thrilled because you're going to hear just an amazing inspirational story today on someone who's making just tremendous progress. And I'm very excited to welcome Sandra Simmons and and joining to us on today's show. And Sandra is a clinical social worker. She's a civil rights activist, artist, and dancer from San Antonio, Texas. Her household consists of her husband, her daughters, ages 24 and 12, and their beloved pets, four dogs that they call the patrol, and three cats, the pride upstairs. Recently, she began her psychotherapy private practice in January, and she is currently working on a sex therapy certification, which is really awesome. And outside of that, she enjoys working on theatrical, special effects, makeup, artistry, painting, and collecting Dia de los Muertos skull art and decor. So, Sandra, how exciting to have you on the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks. Thanks. It's uh, really, really great to be part of it. Uh, so glad to have you. So take us a little bit back. You know, you've, we were talking before we went live here and, and recording this and you, you've listened to the show and you know, a lot of the stuff that we talk about, obviously you've been in roots for some time, you know, what we're teaching there. And, um, you know, a lot of people struggle with this debt stuff. They struggle with this finance and this money stuff. And I think having you on is just a really great opportunity to show people that you can make some significant changes in your life in a short period of time. And, and you've been a perfect example of that. So, but take us back before you got started. What were some things that you were struggling before you joined Roots? Like what were some things that were causing some stress, causing frustration, causing the debt? What do you think was, was the biggest struggles for you getting started? The biggest struggles was uh, really cementing a budget that worked well for me. Uh, I had uh, I had familiarity with the Dave Ramsey program and I had uh, participated in an employer sponsored um, instruction. And this was back in 2008. And it, it took a while to really kind of accept a different way of spending and actually having saving as the first goal. And, you know, growing up, you know, my mother didn't really teach us about saving. And uh, I had no idea what the checking account or savings account was. So it took a while to really kind of grasp that money was something that you could manage. And that was that was the hardest challenge was being able to be in control of 
the, the money and how it was allocated and, and just conceptualizing that savings was a goal in itself. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that you say the whole, you know, it took some time for you to kind of change your mindset a little bit on how this stuff worked and even participating in some other programs that are out there. And, uh, you know, it, it does take time because I think, you know, debt payments, living paycheck to paycheck in some ways, overspending, can, you know, hyper consumerism that we see here in this country. I think a lot of that that's ingrained in us at such a young age. And it's hard to kind of think outside and say, could there be a different way to handle my money and do things differently? And, it, and you're right. It does take some time. So ultimately you decided to join Roots. Now you mentioned you were a part of like, you know, a Dave Ramsey program, a work type program, but you know, you, you decided to join Roots back in March of 2017. What were, what were some of the reasons why you decided to kind of take the leap into another program? What was different about Roots that you said that, you know what, maybe I need to do this. I had already been thinking about, uh, diving into my private practice. And so I understood that it was going to take a really good grasp and a really good uh, plan of just planning it out financially. And I had joined Pure Romance as a consultant at that time. And so when I saw, um, I think I had gotten an alert on Roots. And so when I read about it, I was thinking, oh, this is something I really could benefit from just because I'm trying out these new ventures and I really want to really get my budget down under control. I had a budget that I was going by, but I think I really needed a refresher in how to allocate, you know, for uh, spending, for housing, for utilities, and definitely saving. And so it really just kind of jump started everything for me. And I think that's all I really needed was just that boost. And it's, it's been kind of on all cylinders since then. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, one of the reasons a lot of people ask, you know, well, Brad, what's the difference between roots and, and some of the other stuff that's out there? And I think we play, we play really big on the accountability side and, and the support side in, in our program. How, how much did that stuff play a role into helping you get the progress that you've had over the last three and a half years? You know, it's one thing to know to learn, you know, I need to budget or I need to save money or I need to do some of these things, but it's another to actually do it. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle is that they know what they need to do. It's just that they're not holding themselves accountable and actually doing it in roots. It's different. So how did that accountability serve you? Uh, for me, accountability is priority. Uh, I know that I've always done well when I'm working in a group and if I feel like I'm part of a tribe and that's definitely what Roots feels like. Uh, I feel like I am among people who are fighting the same fight, having the similar kind of challenges and are really fueled by listening to other people's experiences and cheering each other on when someone has a success. Um, any kind of progress, you know, we see as success. And so that I've always kind of taken that as fuel and it just keeps me going and keeps me motivated. And I really just like those check-ins of, Hey, how's everyone doing? You know, the Friday accountability, um, the successes that we share, it's all just so good to have that motivation and to feel that you're not alone and that there's other people that are, uh, really just kind of cheering and motivating each other on. And especially with how things have been the past six months, just seeing how everyone is still able to thrive and still growing and learning from each other. I think that has been really, really tremendous support to have. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's that, 
that social influence, that sphere of influence, the people you surround yourselves with. And I think that's what separates what a lot of our members experience in our program versus being outside of it and trying to do it on their own. Because you're right, it, it is motivating to see not only yourself getting the progress, but seeing other people taking action in, your, in the last six months with the virus and everything you know going on and, and the election coming up. It's It's been so nice to see that so many people are still pushing forward and getting that progress. You're absolutely right. So so take us back. I know it's been three and a half years since you've joined, and, and I can't believe it's been that that long already. It seems like time's just flown by, but take us back three and a half years ago when you first joined. Do you remember maybe some of the first things? Because someone's probably listening to this and being like, well, what does Sandra do? Like, how did she be able, how did she save and pay off that much, that much money or that, how, how did she get that kind of progress? What were some of the things that you did earlier on as a member that you felt even today is still helping you get a lot of great results and, and helping you save and pay off that much money? I pretty much go over my budget and all of our check and savings accounts every morning. Uh, so I, I touch it every single day uh, before if I felt really stressed and didn't know how I was going to make a payment or wasn't sure about how much we were able to save, I would just ignore it. I would just not even look at it. And, and for me, it was really painful uh, to, to look at it and be reminded of, wow, you know, I'm not really doing a really good job, but holding myself accountable and something that I check in every day, it makes me feel proud and it makes me feel like I have that ownership of it. And also uh, looking at my monthly spending uh, in regards to my uh, checking statement and actually highlighting those little spendings that happened that weren't a part of the budget where it's like Amazon or other kind of online shopping that has been really more of what I've been doing lately, uh, but in, in kind of seeing that, okay, you know, I'm still doing some shopping online, but it's something that I can um, take out of my personal shopping since I'm not spending too much in cash and it's more online. Uh, some kind of uh, just evaluating where my spending is and uh, making adjustments as I have to, but just really kind of looking at where every single cent is being spent has really helped um, in, in really knowing where my money is going. Because before I'd be like, wow, I always feel like I never have money left over. Well, now I know why. Now I know where it's going. And that has really been tremendous in being able to say, oh, wow, I could actually make an extra you know, 50, 100. Now it's $300 payments to savings to uh, the snowball and in, in getting more momentum going to paying off that next bill. Uh, so that has been very helpful in being able to really kind of see where everything is going and just having more confidence in that control of, of where it's being spent. Yeah. Oh, that was so awesome. You guys go back and rewind the last two to three minutes of what she just said. Listen to it over and over again. If you just do what she just said, you will save yourself hundreds and thousands of dollars and you'll be able to pay off a ton of debt. That right there was perfect coaching. I mean, like, just do what Sandra's doing. And a lot of people, like, try to recreate this wheel. Like, I've got to come up with this new system. No, it it really is just as simple as she said, but it's not always easy to do, right? And I think that's what you got to get over is, like, it's going to stink. It's not going to be fun. But if you just do what Sandra just said... 
it's going to make help you have amazing progress. So awesome. So we always want to have on this show, like, because this is your numbers. And obviously, when we introduce the show, we kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit to tease the audience here because we want to share how much you've been able to do. But please share with everybody what you've been able to save and pay off since joining back in 2017. So since I joined, I've been able to save $20,000 and I have been able to pay $85,000 in debt. Uh, and that included um, some student debt, some credit cards. Uh, yeah. That's and, incredible. Yeah. What, and, and you sent me, you kind of sent me an email, so I already kind of know what your reaction was, but please tell everybody else when you totaled that number up, like, I mean, in looking at it now and hearing yourself say that, would you ever have imagined three and a half years ago you would be where you are today? And and how does that feel looking at that? I never would have imagined that I that I would have been able to do that. Uh, I I know how much I make on paper, but I think conceptually it's really hard to see how it could be allocated for savings and debt because we you know we're always so caught up with our the bills and what we owe. But it's one thing to see it on paper as much as the salary is and then actually seeing the accumulation of what I've been able to pay. I cried. I just I just could not believe it. It, it's, it still is such a foreign concept, even though I work it every day just to see the, the grand totals of it. I ugly cried. I just, I just had to, I just had to have that moment where I just let it all out. The last time I had that cry was when I saw my total amount of student debt from when I graduated with my master's and I just never thought, wow, there's no way I can pay that off. That's yeah. such an ugly number. And now it's like, wow, you know, it's, it's ugly, but I'm reaping the benefits of it. I'm seeing the rewards of it, of being able to save as much as we have and be prepared for all the little emergencies that pop up that usually would have just scared me. I would have been like a deer in the headlights and trying to think of, okay, where can I get this money from? Who could I ask for help? I don't want to get a credit card or an emergency loan that I've had to do before in the past. And now it's like, okay, let me just move some money around and it's paid for. And next time I just got to dial back from paying that extra to that next debt. And let's just put that back in savings. And now it's ready for the next emergency. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And, you know, share a little bit about, you know, it's not always about the money. It's, it's really how the money problems affect everything else in your life. And, and you've been mentioning how almost it's how stress relieving it is. Can you, can you share a little bit about Three and a half years ago, what kind of stress you were having versus where you're at today? Like how how big of a difference is it just having this amazing plan and being able to have all this progress over the last couple of years? It's huge. It has been such a huge relief on me emotionally and mentally. Uh, three and a half years ago, I was still having such a hard time in just managing day-to-day -day bills and it was something that I was worried about all the time. You know, I would have a hard time sleeping, trying to worry about, uh, trying not to worry about what was due. And now it's not even a, a preoccupation anymore. Now it's, now it's fun. I love looking at my account. I love looking at what I've been able to accomplish. And I love being able to plan and be prepared for the inevitable, the unplanned, the emergency, but being able to really kind of 
make that call of where everything is going, it's, it's really worth all the planning and all the sacrificing to not have that stress and to yeah. not have the fear of what's going to happen when the next emergency pops up or if we need to be planned for, you know, my, my youngest getting ready to go to school, or, you know, going to college. It's, it's not the same fear that I had with my oldest. Yeah. Uh, so it's so amazing to have that peace of mind. Oh, that's incredible. So you mentioned, you know, your youngest and, and your oldest, you have, you have two children. Uh, what types of things have changed for them? You think over the years, since you've started to kind of better manage your money, have you been able to kind of pass along some of this information and share a little bit about your journey and how do you feel about now kind of teaching them and, and almost being a better example to them on how to handle their money? Yes. Yes. With my oldest, it's been tremendous. Uh, she does not have any credit cards. She's never had any kind of department credit. Uh, the only debt she probably has is just some financial uh, student loans that we eventually got towards the end of uh, her graduating. But other than that, uh, her and her partner have been so great at budgeting uh, for their uh, living costs. Uh, they moved in with us last month because of all the COVID and getting furloughed. But even despite that, they had been able to live on their own and, and finish out their lease agreement and paying their bills on time. And uh, they pretty, I pretty much gave them like a, a blank spreadsheet of what I use for my uh, monthly budget. And so they've been able to adopt it and uh, we're doing everything cash and they still do. And so I'm so happy that they've been able to use what I had been doing and being able to plan. And so um, I'm really happy and proud for the both of them. Uh, you know, as young as they are, they don't have debt, they don't have credit cards, and they pretty much are ready saving and planning for when they are ready to move out. They'll be able to do everything uh, based on cash. And my youngest, uh, she already knows, you know, that I need to divvy up my money. I need to have my stuff that whatever she gets from her chores or just a birthday gift money. She has some saved. She has some that she could spend. And then she has some that she is using to plan for like different purchases. So she's kind of learning the thirds of how to divvy up her money too. And I'm so happy to hear her talk about it and say, Oh, you know, granny gave me $20. So I'm going to put 10 here and 10 there. And it just, it just makes me so happy to see that and how it's, it's fun. You know, we yeah. don't see it as a, a chore or a task. Yeah. That is so, um, man, I can't, so awesome. I mean, just that you're able to pass this down to your kids. They're, they're one day they'll know, I think, and, and they'll know by association with other people in their lives and seeing that other people are struggling. And, and if they keep doing it, they're, they're not going to have that struggle. What a gift to be able to give your kids. That That is just so awesome. So, You've had also been able to do something really cool too. And this hits close to home to me because one of the reasons I got out of debt was to open up my own business and to do my own thing. And and that was one of your goals too. So we're kind of similar in that way. And, and that was kind of our motivation in cleaning up our finances. You've opened up your own business. How fun has that been to be able to start doing something like that? Do it for yourself. I mean, share a little bit of that journey with us. Yeah, yeah. So I've been... Uh... A clinical social worker since 2008. And so I've, uh, you know, I work in a Fortune 500 company. So that's my full time salary job. But I've always wanted to do private practice. And 
I was always really scared to do it just because it's it's a business. You know, I I know how to do the clinical direct practice work. That's that's the easy part. But the hard, daunting, scary part was the business end of it, having to, you know, allocate for malpractice insurance, overhead, rent of the space, um, advertisement and and everything that goes with it. That was what really scared me. But I think I gained a lot more confidence and a lot more savvy in being able to control my own personal finances that when I decided to really get the ball rolling, I was ready. I felt so confident and so comfortable in just being able to not see business as a scary word, but more of a, okay, this is just a different type of financial picture that I need to kind of get comfortable with. And ever since I made the decision and have started getting that ball rolling and then finally started seeing clients in January, it has been pretty seamless. And I have been able to be prepared for, oh, well, I have to do this and I have to plan for that. Okay, no problem. And I've had amazing mentors and coaches and other um, colleagues that have gone through the same process and they have been tremendous in helping me know what to prepare for and are uh, so open and, and amazing when I call them out of the blue and say, Hey, you know, can I pick your brain? Can I get some right. advice? Yeah. And so I know I've done that with you. I know I've emailed you. I know we've had calls where it's like, Hey, I really kind of need help with this. I just want to make sure I'm on the right track. And so, you know, just having that, uh, having someone just kind of be that accountability and just making sure that, uh, I'm on the right track and just having the checks and balance. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's tremendous having that support. And so, um, yeah, it's been, Amazing. I think I've really kind of uh, doubled the number of where I wanted to be by this time this year. Wow. And it's, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so very great, grateful and thankful for all the support I've had from Roots, from my colleagues, uh, from my family, and just being 100% supportive and behind me. And, um, and they, they feel it too. You know, they feel the enthusiasm enthusiasm I have for what I do and everyone that I work with on the daily, uh, it's, I think I've benefited more from how I've been able to really kind of be that benefit for others. Yeah. Huge congratulations to you. It's such a great achievement and being able to step out on your own and start your own thing and, uh, and then also be able to do it with the confidence that you have a plan for your finances. I think it just makes it a, a much better experience. And, and it also gives you a a lot more traction to have success when you've got control over your finances. It's just so, so proud of you. That's so awesome. So talking a little bit about friends and family, we, we asked this question because it's, it's kind of hit or miss. Like we, we know that, you know, in this day and age debt payments and, you know, financing and paycheck to paycheck, that's kind of a normal life for a lot of people. Did you get, you share your experience with anybody? Did you get any pushback over the years as you were kind of working on your plan or were people pretty supportive of, of you wanting to do the things that you wanted to do with your money? Uh, people have been pretty supportive um, and I have been able to kind of share a little bit about what I've been able to do uh, with some people who would ask questions um, and uh, with my sister, especially. Um, and she's really been uh, I, I could I could really see how her wheels are starting to turn of, OK, you know, I'm starting to really kind of see how this is working and how I can adapt it to my lifestyle and my uh, 
living, you know, she's, she's single, doesn't have any children. So I know that for her, um, she's had different kinds of challenges from what I have faced. Uh, but she's, I can really see that she's really starting to implement a lot of the, just the basics and, um, and yeah, she's, she's, she's making a lot of good strides for herself. So I'm really happy to see that, um, she is also, you know, really kind of, um, just kind of learning and, and applying a little bit of it little by little. Yeah. And see, that's what I think, you know, is so important about this. It's it's much bigger than money. You talk about how this is affecting your two daughters, now your sister, and, and just by one person making the decision that, you know, I want something different for my life and I'm going to improve this keystone habit in my life, how much of a ripple effect that can have on the people that are around you just by living a different way, living more positive and being proactive. And, and it's just amazing. We see it time and time again. And that's why this whole personal finance thing is just bigger than your bank account. It's bigger than just saving money. It's, it's, it's so impactful in every area of your life. So that's, that's just super cool. So take us back, Sandra, three and a half years ago, let's say you're sitting there. What would you say to the Sandra three and a half years ago, who might be a little on the fence about say, a program like Roots or or doing a lot of the things that you've done over the last three and a half years because we do have a lot of people that sit on the fence. They're hesitant. They're worried. They're anxious. They're like fearful of their situation. What would you say to someone who's maybe in that position based on what you know now, based on saving and paying off $105,000 in three and a half years, what would you say to that person to maybe give them the encouragement to, you know, it's time to take that first step? Yeah. You know, it's like in, in anything else that we do, you know, if we're looking to learn a new career path or even like weight loss or even learning how to cook uh, or, or trying different meals, we always seek out advice. We always seek out somebody who has a different perspective. And so that's how I really kind of see roots. It's being able to speak with someone who can kind of give you a different perspective because we really kind of understand the basics, but it's just having a different format and having someone kind of being that guide for you. And, and like I said, you know, the most beautiful part of Roots is having the accountability and feeling a part of a tribe. And I really feel like that is what really makes people stick to a program, stick to curriculum, stick to workplaces, is feeling that they are a part of something that's bigger than them, and that they feel like they are really a contributing part of. And having that reminders, having somebody kind of, oh, you know, I never thought of doing it that way. That's a really good tip. I'm going to try using that. And those little tips are huge. They've just become a part of what we do on the daily that after a while, it's like, it's something I never would have thought of. And it has been the thing that really kind of was that turning point. So great. Sandra, you've given me the best gift today because this is one of the reasons why I started this business was not just to make a living, but was to help people have progress in their personal finances. And seriously, today was just a, a huge, awesome treat for me. And I know those who are listening today, if you do just a couple of things that Sandra just shared here today in this podcast, there's so many gold nuggets in this thing. I seriously, you will make progress. And uh, you've given a lot of people a gift here today too, Sandra, by sharing your journey. So I appreciate your time and hanging out with us and sharing that with us today. Yes, yes. It was a pleasure. Anytime, I would be more than happy to come back. Awesome. All right, guys. So there you have it. You just heard an amazing story from Sandra Simmons who joined Roots Personal Finance back in March of 2017 and just three and a half years has been able to save and pay off 
$105,000. So what I want to question you or ask you or challenge you with is, what have you got started today? What could your life look like in three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, three years from now, if you just got started today? You know, the stories, the success stories, the people that we have in our are in our membership, these are normal, hardworking individuals making normal salaries, living normal lives, but they're having tremendous, amazing success when it comes to their finances. And, and you can do this too. You just need that accountability that Sandra was talking about. You just need that support. You just need that education. You just need that different approach to how this money stuff works. And maybe you too can get some amazing results. Maybe you too could reduce financial stress. Maybe you don't have to worry about money anymore. Maybe you're going to build that first emergency fund, pay down those credit cards, pay off student loans, pay off those car notes. Maybe you could start your own business or chase after a dream that you have and can all start by just taking a different approach. And right now is an opportunity for you to take that approach. Roots Personal Finance is open for fall 2020 session right now. It's open until October 23rd, Friday at midnight. And we are going to get started. We're going to go through the three months of education, accountability, and support with these brand new members going through our program, along with hundreds of existing members in Roots Personal Finance. And we're taking people into 2021 with a plan, a plan to kick debt and financial stress for good. So join us in Roots Personal Finance this week. After Friday, the doors close and we will not be opening again until 2021. So now is the time to take action. If you've been listening to this podcast for a long time and you're still on the fence, still waiting to take those first steps, maybe you just need us to help hold your hand through these first steps and get you started. And you can do it right now. Go to rootsofpersonalfinance.com now through Friday at midnight and register for our fall session. Hey guys, thanks for hanging out with us here today. We love your feedback and it also helps us grow our podcast. So please leave us an honest review on Apple Podcasts. We read every single one of those. And as you know, the Debt-Free Dad podcast is here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life. So if you know someone who could benefit from our show, please give us a share. We appreciate you and we will see you on an upcoming episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com.